I want to preach to you on the title of a church under attack. A church under attack. And before you jump to conclusions of what this sermon may be about, uh, we're going to dive into the Word. If you would turn your Bibles to Numbers chapter 21, if you would stand for the reading of God's Word tonight, if you are able, Numbers chapter 21, we're going to read a few verses for you tonight. Amen. If you're there, say amen. If you're not, say oh no. I've got an oh no. Amen. We'll give you a little bit of time, but we're going to be reading in uh, Numbers 21 and verse 21. We're going to read a few verses there, but that's where we're going to start this evening. It says in verse 21, and this is Israel in the in the wilderness, just, just uh, to note that. And Israel sent messengers unto, unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Let me pass through thy land, and we will not turn into the fields or into the vineyards. We will not drink of the water of, uh, waters of the well, but we will go along the king's highway until we be past thy borders. And Sihon would not suffer. Turn to your neighbor and say, Suffer. Turn to your other neighbor and say, he wouldn't allow it. He would not suffer Israel to pass through his border. I just want to stop right there for a moment. I want you to just, I'm going to state the obvious for you. The enemy does not want to give up ground. The enemy has never wanted to give up spiritual strongholds. So he, he, they asked to pass through his land, and he says, I, I'm not going to suffer you to pass through my, my border. But Sihon gathered all of the, his people together, and he went out against Israel into the wilderness. And he came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel smote him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from Arnon to Jabbok, even unto the children of Ammon. For the border of the children of Ammon was strong. I want to read real quickly in Ephesians. And you don't have to turn there, but I'm going to read this very, very quickly. Chapter 6, Brother Michael just referenced it. Verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of whose might? His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Let us pray one more time tonight. God, we thank you for your word and its anointing. We thank you for the, the words of, of the challenge from Brother Michael tonight. And God, 
We ask that you just move in this house in a special way through your word and through this vessel tonight. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord tonight. So let's just journey through this scripture for a moment. I'm going to teach for a moment, and then I'm going to preach for another moment. And in Pentecost, we really don't know how long a moment is, but we're going to figure it out on our way. So the Israelites are, have come out of the land of Egypt. Many things have transpired, and they are now in the midst of what we would call the 40 years of wandering in, in the desert. They still have the promise, but they are unable to inherit the promise. But they still have a promise. Turn to your neighbor and say, they still had a promise. And they're, they're, they're traveling through a region where there are pagan kings set up all around about them. People that do not understand their ways or their God. And to get from one place to another... Moses sends messengers to this king, this Amorite king, Sihon. And they ask him if we could have permission to journey through your land, through your territory, through your borders. And they tell him, listen, we don't want to take any of your resource. We don't want your vineyards. We don't want to harvest anything in your fields. We don't want to even drink of your wells. You say, what does that have to do with us tonight? And I, I'm just journeying through the Scripture, but I want to relate it to the church. How many knows that because of Jesus Christ, we have been adopted and grafted in? And that Israel is the people of God in the Old Testament, and they are still today, but notice this, through Jesus and His grace and sacrifice, we are now adopted where we can cry unto God, as Romans 8 says, Abba, Father. So we see the Israelites are symbolic of the people of God. And I, I just want you to notice that what they're doing is almost showing us what a Christian life is to be like. The Bible teaches us that this world is not our home. That there is heaven for us to gain. Everybody with me tonight? That we are just pilgrims, as the saints used to say, just passing through. And that's all the children of God wanted to do. They, they go to Sihon and they say, we just want to journey through your land, but we don't want anything that your land has to offer us. We don't want to partake of anything. Remember, Sihon is a pagan, worldly, carnal, and immoral king. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verses 17 through 18, uh, that we are to come out from among them and be separate, saith God. That's what He tells us. He commands us 
in Scripture to come out from among them and be ye separate. And how many knows that, that now that you're a child of God, that you're just a pilgrim in this world passing through. But I hope and pray that everyone in here tonight can say, I don't want anything that this world has to offer me. I don't want the fields of this world. I don't want the vineyards of this world. I don't want the water of this world. I don't want anything that this has. I'm not, I'm not talking physically. I'm talking spiritually. They were a people that had a made-up mind that we were going to journey through this together, but we were not going to partake of anything that was not of God. So they were doing things. Here's what I want to get to. They were doing things, Brother Chris, the right way. They were doing things the right way. And they, they tell the king, we just want to travel the king's highway. We just want to go over the king's highway. We, we as Christians, we just want to follow our king, which is Christ. We just want to follow the path that he lays for us. They said, that's, that's all we want. We don't want to partake of the world We don't want to partake of anything, immorality that you're doing. We don't want to do any of that. We just want to journey through. Are you with me tonight? You understand the symbolism that I'm creating. But here's, here's what's fascinating. Is Sister Mary, this doesn't seem like a hard request. We just want to pass through. We don't want to bother you. We don't want to bother your people. We don't want to mess with your crops. We don't want your wells. We don't, we don't want to mess with your vineyard. We don't want your wine. We don't want anything that you have to offer. We just simply want to go on the highway, get to the other side of your border, and that's it. But the Bible says that Sihon would not allow it. And I just want you to know that we're in an age uh, that separation is so hard to achieve uh, in the church house because when we as believers begin to declare, listen, we don't need the things of this world. I don't need to post that. Uh, I don't need to watch that. Uh, I don't need to listen to that. Uh, I don't need to partake of that in my life. Uh, I don't need your alcohol. I don't need your drugs. The world has a problem uh, when the people of God uh, want to be who they're called to be. And he attacks them. He says, I will not allow this. And here's what I want to get to you tonight is is what I really want you to understand. Just because you're a Christian, just because you're doing things the right way, does not mean that your life will be absent of attack. But know this tonight. This is where I'm going to preach. Your life may not be absent of attacks, but know this, that your life as a Christian is never absent of the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says that Sihon, his name literally means uh, tempestuous or or like a tempest, uh, something violent, uh, something turbulent. Uh, He comes in and he attacks the people of God uh, for wanting to do the right thing, uh, for wanting to reach out uh, in the modern age, wanting to reach a community, wanting to end drugs. Uh, uh, How many wants to see uh, abortion cease? Uh, I'm sick and tired uh, of, of seeing on the news 
news uh, that this 14-year-old boy's killed himself. Uh, this 13-year-old girl uh, has, has done something to her body uh, just to feel special and appreciated. I'm sick and tired uh, of this world uh, attacking the church uh, and the church just sitting there saying, what do we do? Uh, I don't know what, we're, what, what, what do I do. Uh, I'm a Christian. Uh, I shouldn't be attacked like this. Uh, I shouldn't be facing an adversary like this. Uh, I don't know why, but it seems like uh, that the church in this nation is caught up in a, t- in a tempest, uh, in a turbulent time, uh, in a Sihon season uh, where everything's just going crazy. You just made a request. Uh, we don't want anything. Uh, we just want to pass through our life uh, and we, we, we don't want to hinder uh, or mess or tamper with anything in this world. Uh, but the enemy simply will not allow us uh, just to be who God has called us to be. Uh, and this enemy has come in uh, like a flood and he's saying, I want to overtake you. Uh, I want to destroy you. Uh, the Bible says that when he came down in verse 23 uh, and fought them, uh, it literally means in the Hebrew language uh, that he wanted to devour them. Uh, he wanted to eliminate them. Uh, and the Bible tells us that Jesus says in John 10 uh, that the thief cometh not but to steal, uh, to kill, and destroy. Uh, see, he said, listen, uh, your life will not be absent of struggle. Uh, but he says in the second half of that verse, uh, but I have come to give you life uh, and to give it more abundantly. Uh, but your life uh, may not be absent of struggle. Uh, but listen, uh, your life will never be absent uh, of the power of the Holy Ghost. So they come down. And they fight him. They fight the children of Israel. And I want you to know tonight. Don't take long. To tell. Who's struggling. In life. All you got to do is get on Facebook. Everybody just tell you. And I, 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 I'm, I'm not on Facebook a lot, and, but every time I get on, it's, 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 it's Christians. And I, I'm, I'm, you listen, I'm not saying it's wrong to ask for prayer. I'm not, say, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that everybody is this way. And I, I'm, not, I'm not getting to any conclusion like that. But here's what I want you to understand is every time I get on there, it, 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 I see Christians just, I'm just down and defeated today. I'm just, I'm just a victim because I'm being attacked. And I don't know why I'm being attacked. And I don't know why all this is. Listen, the children of Israel were doing things the right way and they were still attacked just because of who they were. Not because they had messed with anybody's life. No, it's just because of who they were. They were a church under attack. And the church is under attack in this day and hour. And, and everybody's just, I'm a, I'm a victim of circumstance. And everybody just hates me. And, and, and the pastor corrected me, so he hates me. No, he, he loves you enough to correct you. And oh, well, the, this man of God said this. And this woman of God said this. And it hurt me and offended me. And I, I'm just a victim. And I, I'm just this. And I'm just that. That's not how the children of Israel responded in the text. 
And this, as Brother Michael was saying, it's time to take up arms. This is where the church in this day and hour needs to stand up and say, listen, I may be attacked. And it doesn't mean that something's wrong in my life. It doesn't mean that I'm messed up. It doesn't mean that I've sinned or I've fallen out of favor with God. It just means that I have a promise and a mandate and a call and a destiny on my life. And the enemy may hate me, but I am not absent of power. Even though I'm I'm not absent of conflict, I am not absent of power. The Bible says in verse 24, just read that first little sentence right there. And Israel smote him with the edge of the sword. I know it's Wednesday night and I'm, I'm pumped up and you're tired. But here's what I want you to understand tonight. Brother Larry, the enemy attacked. The enemy attacked. And they responded with the sword. They responded. They released something that was hidden. They released something that nobody could see. The Bible, or the, not the Bible, but, 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 but in 1941, uh, the President Roosevelt said that there would be a day that lived in infamy. And he was talking about December 7th, 1941, when we were attacked at Pearl Harbor. It was a tragedy. It was, it was unforeseen. America, up until that time, uh, had tried to stay out of the war, uh, had tried to stay out of conflict. They didn't want involved. Uh, and the Bible, or not the Bible, I keep going back to the Bible, but history tells Tells us, uh, history tells us that when that happened, uh, the, the admiral that helped coordinate that attack, uh, I believe his name's Yoi Moto or something to that effect. Uh, it's Japanese and I can't pronounce it and it, you just got to deal with it. But he, he says this, he's on record saying this to his officers. Uh, I have fear, I fear that we have awakened a sleeping giant uh, because to attack them uh, is to unite them. Uh, and to unite them uh, means that this battle is not over but it has begun and I want you to understand that we as a body of Christ we have to stop fighting each other we have to stop saying I'm a victim we have to stop saying well I shouldn't be attacked I'm a child of God no you're going to be attacked and you're going to have problems but no when you have problems you have a God that has power the enemy is attacking the church and we're a church under attack but I want you to know in scripture when the church was under attack it was the most powerful they came in Acts chapter 3 and brother Ethan they they came to Peter and John they said you can't heal in the name of Jesus you can't proclaim in the name of Jesus you can't speak in the name of Jesus and they persecuted them and the Bible says in Acts chapter 4 they go back to the upper room and they say listen we're going to pray for more boldness we're going to pray for more of God's power we're going to pray for more of God's spirit and that place was shaken and 5,000 people were added to the church that day the Bible says that in Acts chapter 
12 uh, that King Herod saw uh, after he killed uh, after he killed uh, James the brother of John uh, he saw that it pleased the people uh, it pleased the world uh, it pleased the religious uh, it pleased the political uh, it pleased uh, those that were not involved with the church uh, and he reached out and he killed James uh, so he decided to arrest Peter uh, and it looked bad Peter's in jail uh, it looked like the church uh, the leader of the church it was over for him uh, that he was going to die and the Bible says uh, that in the middle of that attack uh, on his life uh, he was found in peace uh, he was found sleeping uh, and the angel of the Lord said get up uh, God's not done with you yet uh, I still want to work in your life uh, the Bible tells us uh, in Acts chapter 16 uh, that Paul and Silas uh, were thrown in jail for casting a demon uh, out of a fortune teller uh, the people were mad uh, the people were upset uh, but they were caged in uh, they were being attacked uh, but the Bible says in verse 25 of Acts 16 uh, they began to sing praises in the midnight hour uh, and they began to pray uh, and then all of a sudden uh, when the enemy attacked uh, they began to release praise uh, they began to release worship uh, they began to release prayer uh, oh I wish you'd help me tonight uh, I wish you'd get a hold of this tonight uh, because the enemy is attacking this church uh, the enemy is attacking uh, the churches of this nation uh, and we need to release uh, worship uh, we need to release uh, prayer uh, we need to release uh, unity uh, we need to release uh, the power of God in our life they'll come to the music please says they responded with the sword they responded the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6 we read there earlier but if you go down to verse 17 that we have a sword of the spirit which is the word of God Brother Michael was talking about the word. And we, we focus on that. Because it, it's true that the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I could tie that in. But don't forget the first little segment of that. Before it's called the word of God, it's still called the sword of the spirit. The sword of the Holy Ghost. There was an attack on the children of Israel. Brother Chris, they released the Spirit of God. The Word of God. Be very transparent with you. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you in my personal business, but I'm, I'm just gonna crack the door. Because it's my business. But over the, the last few weeks, There was an attack. 
Sister Sharon, there was an attack. And I, I, I really, I, I didn't even notice. Brother Chris, I, I, I didn't really even notice what was happening. And all of a sudden, just, just this oppressive, heavy spirit just began to linger over me, over, over my marriage, over my, my home. It wasn't, it was just a, an odd heaviness is the only way I can describe it. And it was very discouraging felt very discouraged and I'll just be honest my wife felt very dis- discouraged you know that's the benefit of being a preacher's wife you, everybody gets to hear your business every once in a while but we were just discouraged sister Marcella I was at lunch yesterday and I'm, I'm very thankful for where I work and I, I get an hour for lunch and I'm able to, a lot of times, I because you know I pack, I can just heat something up and I, I can go back into an office, shut the door and I mean, I'm just, I can be alone. I don't have to worry about being bothered. And I was reading this portion of scripture and I had read it the day before and kind of stuck with me. So I was like, I'm just going to dig into this. And the Lord spoke to me on my lunch hour. He said, you need to call your wife. I was like, what? You know, I mean, I I talk to her usually two or three times throughout the day, my work day. He said, you need to call your wife. I usually never call her on my lunch hour because I'm usually studying or something like that. You know, I use that as time with the Lord, mostly. called her and the Lord said I want you to declare this over your family I'm like man this is just just an odd time she's probably got two screaming babies I mean and laundry never gets done I mean it's just it's you get it done and it just I mean because we wear clothes it's just the fact I think I should just have two of everything and that's it. Except my dress clothes. I like, I like, I like my suits. But he said, call, I want you to declare this over your family. And she didn't know this, Brother Warren, but I'm I'm sitting in in the office and my lunch, the door's closed and I'm, I'm speaking this to her and, and I'm trying not to cry. You know, I, Sarah will tell you I'm the emotional one. Because it meant so much to me in that moment and God said, I want you to declare this to your family. So I, I told her, I said, honey, I said, we've been married almost four years. 
And there's been battles that we have fought that no one needs to know of. I said, people have no idea and they don't need to know. I said, and we have been attacked for seemingly no reason at all. Just out of nowhere. And I'm sorry. I, I'm, I just want you to understand on a personal level what this means to the believer, not just the church, but the individual that makes up the church. And I said, I know that it seems like all we have wanted to do is do things God's way. We don't, we don't want to partake of this and that. We don't want to watch this or that. We don't listen to this or that. We're, we're, not, we're not youth pastors that desire to be relevant to your young people. We don't. I think the Holy Spirit in Jesus is pretty cool and relevant enough. I don't, I don't, I don't need to get, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need to get all these things to be relevant or wear all these things to be relevant to these young people. I, I don't do that. I'm not going to be something I'm not. And, and we, we just talked and I, I said, I said you know, we, 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 we've, we've been attacked and you know, this is, people are attacked and that happens. I said, it seems like it's no reason. And all we've wanted to do, we didn't want to partake of the fields. We didn't want to partake of the vineyard. We didn't want to drink of the world's well. All, all we're trying to do is pass through and lead, lead these young people, help, help in this church and just, that's all we want to do. I said, but we've had to face some tempestuous, that's what Sion, his name means, it's some turbulent times, some turbulent attacks. And I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hold back tears because I can feel the Holy Spirit rising up with me, within me. And I, I say over the phone and I, because I didn't want to text her. I didn't want to, I knew I needed to, to be obedient to the Lord. And I just said, honey, I want you to know that we're not victims of circumstance. Because when we're attacked, we're going to pull out the sword and we're going to fight because that's who we are. We're warriors. We're going to put on the whole armor of God. Why? Because we expect to fight. And I said, we are victorious. We are not victims. We are victorious. And I said, and, and every night when we, we go, we, we pray every night before bed. We pray with our girls and we pray with each other and all that. I said, we're not going to, to pray in a manner as we've prayed in our home before. I said, we're going to pray in victory and from victory. And we're not just going to pray to say we pray. We're going to pray believing that there's victory in our life. And there's been things in your life, in my life, that you've struggled to receive or have or gain. You see, the Bible says in Numbers 21 and 24 that not only did they pull out the sword and smite the Amorites, that word smite means they struck them, a mighty blow. It goes on in that verse to say, and they possessed their land.
Sometimes you're attacked, not only simply because of who you are, but because of the territory that you're in. And we're in a territory in a time of division, of, of turbulence. And we're being attacked. But I feel like we just need to release some things. We just need to pull some things that were covered out and strike the enemy. And I'm going to be honest with you. Be very honest with you. We shouldn't have to come in service after service and hope and pray that this will be a good service. That we will enter in we shouldn't have to wonder if the Spirit will move in worship. We shouldn't have to wonder if we'll respond to the preaching. We shouldn't have to wonder, well, I hope Brother Jay gets anointed today, or I hope Brother Ronnie just anoints and shouts and hoots and hollers. No, 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 no. No, everybody needs to come and release some things. God, I've had a hard week, but I'm going to praise you. God, it's been a terrible time at work. I'm going to worship you. God, my, my, my family's a mess, but I thank God they're coming in. You see, the children of Israel were never separated from their promise. They, they had the promise the whole time. In 40 years, they wandered, they wandered, but the promise still remained that there was an inheritance for them, that there was something better for them, that there was hope for them. And I want you to know tonight, whatever the situation, is when you're attacked release your worship release your prayer language release prayer period release the word of God over your life over your family and watch the enemy be struck back and watch as you see strongholds fall and as you begin to possess territory in the spirit that you've never possessed before if you'll stand with me tonight The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Jesus said this. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they when men shall revile you and persecute you. And they shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. James said it this way. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. I love what Jesus goes on to say in John chapter 16 and verse 33. He says, I've spoken these things unto you that you might, buy, that you might have peace. Because in the world, you shall, not you might, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The children of Israel were confronted with an adversary, with a, a turbulent time. 
And all they did was release the sword of the Spirit. They fought back and they possessed territory that they never possessed before. The Bible says that they possessed from river to river and border to border when you break down verse 24. So when I ask you tonight, is a church under attack still dangerous? The Iranian church, more recently, the Afghanistan church is being persecuted. They're under attack. But yet the Iranian church continues to grow. Why? Because even when they're attacked, they just release. Women in Iran being decapitated before they're being decapitated say, I love you and I forgive you. A church under attack is a dangerous church. So I ask you tonight, How are you going to respond? Because Jesus was bombarded with the sins of the world. And the Bible tells us that as he was being overtaken in his flesh by the sins of the world on the cross, he yielded up his spirit. He released something. Gave it to his father. And when he ascended to his father in Acts chapter 2, he released his spirit back to the people of God. Even when it seemed like he was being attacked, he just began to release himself. Are we still dangerous? Are we still bold? 